0: wind up with uh, a a big transition and you have to have a lot of partners to help. With investors and partners, with uh, bankers and lenders, uh, other commercial investors, and you have to have a whole network. The most important one that you need to find is a mentor. Somebody that's done it before you may wind up have you try not to be a nuisance to him, but you but you certain because he's busy with what he's doing. Right. But if you, you find a mentor to get you into the into the, the, the concerns that are in there and finding resources to get things done, that's a, that's an important part.
1: Thanks for joining us on another REI NWA podcast. This is podcast number 15, and I'm your host, Coley Bailey. I'm a team leader and executive broker at the Lone Rock team at Fathom Realty. And today, my guest is Roger Lisi. How are you doing today? Doing
0: good. How are you doing, (laughs) Coley? Good to see you.
1: Doing well. Glad to have you in the studio and uh, looking forward to the conversation. So uh, we're going to be talking about commercial real estate and how Mm -hmm. people can get started in that. Um, But first... Let's rewind the clocks a little bit and tell everybody how you got started, uh, where you're from, a little bit about your story.
0: Okay, I'm an I'm an Army brat, just uh, and uh, was on active duty for a number of years, about seven years, and in the reserves for about uh, eight years, and uh, settled in Little Rock, and uh, uh, through uh, various uh, in. Incarnations of my life and uh, service life uh, was a, a pe- house painter at one time. Got started a comp computer ha- hardware and software store in Little Rock, and uh, ultimately ended up in Southwestern Bell Yellow Pages. And I sold uh, telephone directory advertising in the state of Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Missouri, uh, and uh, helped them transition into the. Um, into internet sales with uh, internet yellow pages and selling SEI search engine optimization SEO uh, right. websites and uh, and stuff and trying to train. Um, people that have been in the yellow page, uh, paper business, uh, to, for, for 20 years, trying to get them to sell internet was like pulling hen's teeth, finding hen's teeth and then trying to sell them. But it was a matter of managing that, and then went back into sales. Uh, for 21 years, I worked for the company and, uh, I transferred out of Little Rock into Northwest Arkansas, uh, from management there. And, uh, they gave me a choice that I could go work in Jonesboro. Uh, Little Rock or uh, Northwest Arkansas, and I chose northwest arkansas it 's uh, how I got up here that was like about two thousand and two okay. stayed with uh, stayed with the uh, the company until uh, I retired in in two thousand and nine. Uh, and one of my customers was uh, uh, Carter Clark and Brandon Long with uh, Clark okay. Long Real Estate had their account uh, in uh, Fayetteville for about five years, and it was a uh, boom time, like in uh, two thousand six, two thousand seven, and uh, and it was just uh, uh, manipulated their yellow page advertising into insurance when they got an insurance guy, title stuff, and and uh, and just all kinds of stuff that they got into uh and uh, then they bought the uh the weikert reel, uh, uh the weikert brand franchise and uh, there was already one other uh franchise for the weikert at that time and that was in springdale and uh and uh, they bought the uh, rights for Bentonville and uh, and Fayetteville, and uh, so uh, I uh, they they talked me into uh, uh, I told them in 2008 that I was probably going to retire, and is uh, trying to make this story shorter. But uh, he uh, they they looked at me and said, well, you know, with all of the people that you know, and com- you know, with the commercials that you people that you right. called on, yep. you make a great uh, opportunity. So I got my license in 2000. August of 2008 had five Contracts, not five listings or five customers. I had five contracts before I retired in two thousand nine, and I thought I was really something at the point. At that point, yeah. well, we all know what happened in two thousand nine. Yeah. Every one of those contracts uh, went south because oh, wow. the the owners were trying to sell the business before they uh, uh, before they uh, got foreclosed on mm. the ban- the banks. Before closing on everything, and so it just uh, uh, you then you have to figure you've made a commitment, Roger. Yep. What am I going to do now? Yep. And so uh, it basically went into uh, uh, in 2009. Started trying to figure out how I was going to make a living uh, in uh,
1: in real estate with uh, all of that. And uh, so did you jump in? Let me just clarify for for the audience and everything. So you jumped in as a commercial agent Yes. So so you started in commercial before residential which is
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and and there was nothing going on in commercial right. in 2000 yeah. 2009 to 2011 yeah. banks were just trying to heal their bottom line and yeah. uh, and so um, I, Did I you meant... also
1: have to get separately licensed as a business broker? at that time or no no okay just the real estate just, just, the real, just, estate real, estate. just okay. real estate
0: just real estate it it kind of boiled down to really okay so what do i need to learn now after mm-hmm. getting through the real estate school you just know enough to get in trouble yeah and so uh i started calling on customers finding finding customers that uh, that were going to buy and you always start as a buyer's agent uh and because it's an easy easy pickings at that point and uh I, uh, I started working and worked with a couple of uh, folks that uh, saw 25 houses that were that they did not want to buy, yeah. and uh, and I uh, got the attention of Bank of America, who said we like the way that you handle your clients. Yeah. Uh, we so they gave me the opportunity to become an REO, real estate owned by the bank, okay. uh, uh, a, a listing agent, and uh, I got really under fire with. Uh, Asset managers from New York to uh, to uh, Los Angeles and Phoenix, who uh, demanded to know why I put uh, a broker's price opinion down with the wrong adjustments on uh, on stuff. So. Uh, I got to learn how to value uh properties uh in in that and that's lasted with me with some of the i even used use those tools now uh that i that i uh that i developed back then and learning how to help value uh properties and uh and that and through the through the years uh uh Brandon and Carter with Clark Long Real Estate became Weikert Clark Long and uh shortly after that uh, Gary Griffin decided that he wanted the uh wanted a national brand with his uh very very um, widespread uh, and very well thought of Griffin Company realtors. Mm-hmm. And so he, uh, they merged with Gary and it became uh, 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 Weikert Griffin uh, uh, Real Estate. Uh, and uh, we still had the, the uh, 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 Griffin commercial. Uh, so I started uh, working with some of the commercial guys over there, and so I have a business then, and still have a pretty active uh, residential that's developed into a, a niche market, and uh, and a commercial side of the, of the business. I do uh, do a significant amount of that uh, also. So I'm staying in the in the commercial, and. Um, Limited my uh, my residential stuff primarily to inheritance, uh, inherit the inheritance niche. Okay. Uh, with uh, that uses a lot of uh, what I learned as a uh, foreclosure agent. Yeah. Is that too much of a volume? No, that's
1: great. That's great. It's a it's a long illustrious career, and you know you've done a lot of things. So there's a lot to that story. So that's great. Um. And I th- yeah, I think uh, there's always a lot uh, that people can learn from hearing other people's journey through uh...
0: it's uh well it's uh, it's been uh it's been a journey for sure and uh so here i am uh in twilight of my career of living at 73 years old just had uh had that birthday uh in august and so i'm now just kind of settling in what do i want to do yeah. What do I want to do? How do I want to help people? And and one of them is just helping young investors uh, get into uh, that and provide them with uh, with a perspective uh, from of uh, help them develop that the correct
1: perspective yeah. on how to move forward from there. Fantastic. And you're going to have a talk coming up. Um, and let me just go ahead and uh, and pitch that here to the audience. We're going to have a builder circle on January 2nd. Uh, that's going to be in Rogers at the Golden Corral. Uh, it'll start at 530. And uh, we're going to be talking about getting started in commercial. That's right. Yep. And so... We will get into more of this conversation right after this word from our sponsor. Are you struggling with real estate code compliance? Let Ordinal, your AI navigator, simplify it for you. Receive clear answers to your nuanced compliance questions in seconds with citations included. Currently, the Ordinal beta version specializes in the northwest Arkansas cities of Bentonville, Fayetteville, Springdale, and Rogers. Join the beta version now and get your first month free using the promo code REI. After that, it's just 12 bucks a month. Visit breakground.ai slash ordinal or click the link in the description below. Start incorporating AI into your real estate workflows today with Ordinal. All right, so before we even got started um, today, you you and I had a pretty good conversation about commercial and the difference. It's kind of a, a, a gut level, check uh, yeah. that you need to to think about going into commercial just because the size of these transactions is so much bigger um speak on that just a little bit
0: guys that are doing home flips and the the rei organization uh want to flirt with and start trying to figure out how to get into a commercial setting when uh, lots are hard to find mm-hmm. for the the, the, the flips uh, the, the the even the houses are are, are coming uh, that that are that are on the market the markets drying up and it's just basically so commercial is really uh, really a big bite uh, difference uh, and it's a big boy uh, a big boy thing because the dollars are, are much bigger uh, right. the the risk is much bigger the the uh, uh, the regulations are much bigger because if you're doing commercial stuff, uh, you've got the public that comes into those things, and that means public safety is f- – much more uh, to the front of what right. we're doing. And that goes into code, uh, code enforcement and so on and so forth. Uh, and it, uh, it, it also gets into the dollar investment. Uh, yeah. get, it gets into that, not just the purchase of, uh, of uh, a property to build on, but uh, you, then you've got all of the, the, the varying um, regulations and codes to meet there. But after it's finished, you've got public walking through. Uh, yeah. And and, uh, and public uh, public ac- access access. Um,
1: and you've got to work hand in hand with the cities to make sure. I mean, there, there's often a city component involvement, city planning, and and all of these things that you don't always have to deal with if you're strictly s- doing residential. Yeah.
0: So much more involved. Yeah. Yes, I hadn't even got into that. Yeah. yet, but yeah. you're absolutely right. Code enforcement is yeah. is uh, comes to the front uh and zoning uh zoning on where what you do and there's a there's a lot of different ways that you can get started in in uh, in commercial but you you really need to start really looking at is it something that you really want to go what's the positives and what are the what are the drawbacks Mm -hmm. in, in going into commercial if we start looking at the, we've looked. I've mentioned a couple of the drawbacks. Is the the dollar commitment is is a big commitment. Uh, that's doable if you've got a good credit score, you've got a good record, and more importantly, you have a great banker. Right. Because the banker is going to be the one that you have to sell yourself to, yeah. to or the, 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 the that you can. That you are not going to go bankrupt, right? The, the, and you are going to finish a project. Yeah. And once you get into uh, uh, get into one or two banks that uh, that you have that are partnering or uh, funding a, funding a commercial project with you, uh, that becomes a lot easier to, to go because uh, that's the that's how you get over that hump. But you have to prove yourself to some very very cautious bankers. Yeah. Smaller the bank, the better. Yeah, the the bigger banks, the bigger banks are, uh, uh, are 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 going to be very selective in who they do, wh- who they finance, and who they lend money to. The smaller banks will take a chance on a smaller project as at the start with, yeah. and then if you find something bigger, then you wind up. I've seen guys go in and start talking about putting in a an RV park uh in that well that's, uh seems like a pretty easy build but there's a lot of uh regulatory issues going with that because you've got uh, human waste to deal with mm. you've got you got utilities to go with you've got uh f- f- Common facilities that uh, that need to be placed in there. There's a lot of different. Just depends yeah. on the projects that you go, and you have to get the bank to help you out with uh, with getting the financing because right. it's not going to come to you immediately. But that's the other side of that. That's positive yeah. is that the the income is a little bit higher uh, than than if you've got four or five doors that you're renting yeah. you've got a, a different scale that uh that you can do now there's nothing wrong with getting into four or five doors mm-hmm. uh, it's a very good thing but you also have to look at and this is one of the reasons that i asked uh, as a guest that'll be showing up uh, uh on the second. Uh, is bob downham Mm -hmm. Uh, bob is a very successful real estate uh, uh, investor he had his own uh, uh, downham real estate uh, and he was that uh, weikert agent uh, weikert broker that in springdale that uh, carter and brandon couldn't get and he eventually Uh, Built his own brand, built his own uh, agency with agents, trained them both residential and commercial. Hmm. He worked with, uh, and this is a real uh, plus for what's happening uh, with him there, he was with uh, Harps Foods for about twenty-seven years, oh, wow. and started out in marketing and helped place the location for many of the Harps food stores in the, in the hmm. regions where he's at, and helped with uh, setting up the financing and making sure that uh, that uh, it, it, the project went went forward. And that's why I asked Bob to come in, yeah. and he also. While he was, uh, after he graduated, retired from, uh, he graduated from Harps. Of course you do. (laughs) Uh, He retired from Harps and started his real estate business. And while he was in the real estate business, he bought a strip shopping center in Springdale that he had his office in which really worked out well for him because uh, uh he had a record of uh, commercial uh, commercial work in involved and uh, managed to uh, get a really i guess it was probably about a 12 unit strip mall in yeah. in uh, in Springdale and uh, his goal for that was and you he'll find out uh, uh on the second when you talk to him uh he was building that as his retirement mm. in addition to what he was getting from Harps and so he sold that merged with the Griffin company and uh, is now one of our uh leaders uh in both commercial and and uh, mm. and uh, residential uh, residential help so bob is really doing that and the other guest that i'm going to have there is uh Uh, Kyle Patillo. Okay. Uh, Kyle has, uh, had a good career with uh, Lindsey, I believe it was, as a, a real estate agent and did a lot of commercial. Uh, Kyle has a history of uh, uh, his, he grew up in banking. His dad and his family was uh, down in Stuttgart and they were in- instrumental in helping the farmers and merchants bank in in, uh, in Stuttgart. And he moved up here and started out in real estate and farmers and merchants bought Bank of Fayetteville. Yep. And yep. and so he is now the president of the uh, Bentonville uh Bentonville Farmers and Merchants Bank okay. in 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 Bentonville. And so he's his commercial uh background is extensive. Uh, with everything that he's done, both from the sales standpoint the development standpoint and and that so uh, I'm having two really top drawer type of guys come in on the second uh, that uh, that'll provide a perspective on anything that I bring up
1: yeah so good handful of folks that uh, that you should come out and and meet uh, definitely uh, so let's talk about just a handful of the the segments of Commercial, just kind of a a beginner's level overview of what are some of the segments uh, that that you could you could work uh, different project types within within commercial.
0: I've seen several people going in and purchasing a an abandoned building, Mm -hmm. uh, and 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 it needs a ton of work. Generally speaking, if you buy right, you're going to be you're going to have a great and it's in a great location, mm-hmm. uh, then you're going to have a great opportunity to put somebody in it. Mm-hmm. All of the segments in commercial uh, are going to be uh, on most likely a lease and it's going to be a long term lease 3 to 5 years with the escalations and so on and so forth. So as you look at uh, uh, across the board whether it's warehouses where there's uh, strip shopping centers whether it's uh, 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 an apartment complex or or anything along those lines rental income is going to be magnified as the as the main thing and that comes with putting the right tenant in there. So if you have experience in rentals uh whether it's residential you learn real quickly picking the right a, picking the right tenant is the key to having a success in in the rental business there's a lot of different ways that you can go into sector of commercial building commercial real estate but you wind up with uh, a a big transition and you have to have a lot of partners to help Right. because you've you've really got to find the right team, uh, and uh, you've got to find the right team with investors and partners, with uh, bankers and lenders, uh, other commercial investors, and uh, I think that uh, service providers, vendors that you have, and you have to have a whole network. The most important one that you need to find is a mentor somebody that's done it before you may wind up have you try not to be a nuisance to him but you <laughs> but you certain because he's busy with what he's doing right. but if you, you find a mentor to get you into the into the 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 concerns that are in there and finding resources to get things done that's a, that's an important part evaluations of, uh, of whether it's uh, going to be valuable to, to go into something, uh, there's a lot of different ways of, of looking at that. Even if you go into apartments, I've talked to people that are looking for apartment complexes mm-hmm. to purchase, and uh, uh, you, you can't second-guess them because right. they have their own valuation method something that resembles a cap rate that uh, they that they use right. and it, it, you can take the textbook cap rate uh, and and use that as a as a starting point in discussion but after about three or four discussions with someone who's looking for an apartment complex, yeah. they have their own formulations right. that they that because they, they use.
1: calculate that net number differently. The, yeah, it, yeah <laughs> it, it, exactly. It, it has it, yeah. it, and
0: it's either it either has to do with what they have to have in order to satisfy their investors and their banks, yeah. uh, or the, the just basically what they're – their financial goals are going to be at. And that's the other part of of uh, commercial is what are your financial goals? That's probably a real early. You got to figure out what you're going to do. If you're not happy with what you're doing now and you think that commercial is going to solve your financial goals, there's a lot more that needs to be happening in before yeah. you get to that point.
1: All right, so let's talk a little bit um, just on a very elementary level uh with what rent rates look like in commercial because it's a little different than you know if people are used to a rent rate on you know a single family home they say right. hey this is going to be $1500 a month and that's how it's advertised commercial is advertised a little bit differently so it's advertised based on a dollar amount mm-hmm. that then gets multiplied by the square footage mm-hmm. and that is a yearly amount. Yes. For example,
0: if you have a 1,200 square foot uh, rentable commercial space and you advertise it at $10 a square square foot, foot, Mm -hmm. uh, that's $12,000 a year. Okay. That's a yearly amount that you come up with. Then you divide that by 12 months. So
1: it's $10 a square foot. It's $12,000 a year. $12,000 a year on that 1,200 square foot. Then uh, you're going to divide that by 12 months. Right. And then also this is gonna be on a a longer lease period. So a three year to a five year lease.
0: Yes. And I've 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 worked a couple of deals where there needed to be improvements to the property. It's added to the overall investment. The way that it's calculated back to a monthly, you don't pay for that. The, the the renter pays for the improvement, right? Okay. And it and it's added into their rent. So if you go, if you have it listed at ten dollars a square foot, okay, uh, it now might go up to fifteen dollars a square mm-hmm. foot because you're amortizing, you're paying off the the improvements that are needed to that to that particular property.
1: Okay. Did if they, I say if, that clearly yeah so if they need to retrofit it for their storefront or their, that's right yeah
0: right we will pay for the refrigerator that goes in there we want a big walk-in refrigerator but we want you to do to, to do to make the, the square footage is, we yeah. want to make the, the, the footing there the the tenant pays for the refrigerator but you but if you pay for the refrigerator to go in mm-hmm. all of a sudden you've taken a building that becomes a, a restaurant yeah. uh, of, of that sort Uh, But, you know, you get that into flower shops and stuff like that, refrigeration issues and and electrical stuff. I've seen some some commercial properties that wouldn't meet code for electrical. I mean, we're talking wires hanging and stuff like that. And the landlord just says, if you want it done, then you do it. Or if you want me to do it, I'm adding it to your rent. Okay.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. All right, so as you can see, there's a lot to go into uh, when we're talking about commercial, real estate, several different sectors, um, and a lot of different relationships you need to make. And so um, definitely make sure that you're coming out to the Builder Circle on January 2nd, and that's going to be 2024. It's going to be at 530 Doors will open. We'll start talking about it at at 6. And uh, this is going to be at the Golden Corral in Rogers. We hope to see you there. So once again, we're going to have Roger. We're going to have Bob Downham. And we're going to have Kyle Patillo. And, Roger, thanks for coming out. We Really appreciate
0: you inviting me. God bless you, and have a great rest of the week. Thanks.
1: We'll catch you on the next one.